0: I'm Paul Lancor with Podtech.net. Peter Horowitz is here. He's a Managing Director and Senior Vice President with Bearing Point. Peter, thanks for taking some time out to talk to us. Thank you for having me. And every day we pick up the papers, new stories, lots of turmoil in the financial services space in recent weeks. What do you think are some of the main reasons we're facing such a crisis at this time?
1: Well, I would frame it by starting at the source and moving along what I call the mortgage creation value chain and see where, during each step, the participants got involved and then acted. First, we started with a large supply of credit that was available to meet demands in both the residential and commercial real estate markets, in the U.S. and the U.K. in particular. That was coupled with low or lax lending standards and heavy borrowing by the real estate owners, creating a base of highly levered players using subprime, all or jumbo mortgages. The mortgage creation value chain that evolved since the savings and loan crisis some 20 years ago or so then passed the repayment risk from the local banks and brokers to others who are not familiar with the borrower or the actual real estate itself so that function passed these securities and these loans on to others including fannie mae and freddie mac and fannie mae and freddie mac raised capital through the sale of their bonds Using their GSE, their government-sponsored entity designation, as a perception of being backed by the government, they packaged and guaranteed and resold their mortgages, purchased from the mortgage creation channel, in the form of mortgage-backed securities. That guarantee fee put them at risk for foreclosure. In addition, if that wasn't enough, a fair number of the mortgages that were purchased, they did not resell. They retained them held them on their own books, essentially creating very large hedge funds. Next in the value chain were the investment banks who became heavily involved in mortgage creation process as well. For example, Lehman Brothers owned Aurora and Bear Stearns owned EMC Mortgage. A numerous investment banks, in addition, purchased and then packaged and resold mortgage-backed securities to their clients and, similar to Fannie and Freddie, retained large quantities of the mortgage-backed securities on their books. The financial institutions didn't rest there they started creating increasingly complex securities, collateralized debt obligations, credit default swaps, which became difficult to track in value. And these new instruments were also both sold to clients as well as retained on their books. The music began to stop when the Federal Reserve ended its easy money cycle and started raising interest rates. And as interest rates started to increase, the default and foreclosure rates started to increase The value of the real estate and the mortgage-backed securities started to decline, and we had this unvirtuous or difficult cycle of events that brought us to today.
0: So specifically, what do you think is causing the crisis for many of today's largest investment banks?
1: Well, in a word, it's leverage, but let's dig into that a bit. First, too much leverage here means that these banks did not have sufficient capital to support the size of their ownership positions. When the position turned against them, both realized and unrealized losses basically wiped out their capital. So next, how did they get too levered? I submit that their risk management systems and their business intelligence gathering systems failed their senior management. The instruments, as I mentioned earlier, were so complex and the firm infrastructure, accounting, valuation, and risk reporting was just not able to keep up with the change. So many of these firms had either federated or decentralized risk management processes. These processes did not adequately aggregate the exposures and present a complete picture for senior management to make decisions.
0: So what steps has BearingPoint taken to ensure that your clients are being offered solutions to deal with all this turbulence in the market?
1: Well, BearingPoint offers a wonderful suite of solutions to assist our clients deal with the current set of issues. First, probably seems obvious, our risk management practice has a time-tested trade performance risk management solution. Our team has great credentials assisting both buy-side as well as sell-side firms review their risk and performance management platforms, compare and contrast with industry practices, and implement tactical and strategic improvements to their risk management systems. Second, as I mentioned earlier, this is, as much as anything, it's a data problem. The information that senior management was getting wasn't complete and timely, so our information management team's solutions have assisted many clients review their data strategies, architect and implement solutions for significant improvement in their ability to access, and then most importantly, draw insights from the data. Finally, our banking practice has just rolled out their default loan loss mitigation solution, which assists clients reduce the cost of defaults and foreclosures to mortgage investors. And This solution is already gaining great traction in the marketplace. Basically, if you are a holder of these mortgages which are beginning to foreclose, and the foreclosure units are service bureaus which are not owned by you, that's a great fact pattern for our solution. The solution significantly improves the results the holder of the mortgage gets from the results of a foreclosure process.
0: In what ways do you think the actions being taken by the government will prove to be a positive thing for Wall Street?
1: I think Secretary Paulson's correct. He's already identified a couple of months ago the need to overhaul the regulatory environment. The platform dates back close to 80 years and it needs to be rationalized. As legislation winds its way through the system, Bearing Point has already been at work helping strategize and design regulatory models for the future for our clients. And I'm very confident that an improved regulatory schema will ultimately help reduce costs. It will help reduce and eliminate redundancies. It will improve proper examination of the risk and reduce the probability of risks and
0: losses. And because of the situation which you've outlined so clearly here, financial service clients will likely revamp their entire organization in the future to avoid similar situations. In what ways can Bearing Point assist these organizations with revamping their entire risk management platform?
1: Well, Bearing Point has been assisting clients review their risk management platforms along with people, process, and technology dimensions. And we've been helping them identify what their future state architecture should be and what roadmaps are necessary to implement those changes. There's a very strong business case for change stemming from streamlining processes, eliminating redundancies, and getting the proper information to senior management in a timely way. Let's drill into that for one second. With a centralized model and accurate reporting on complex instruments, the senior management of these very large companies can see across region, across line of business, exactly the sum of their exposures in the individual asset classes and it's not until you can see clearly across the lines of business and region that you'll be able to understand what your complete risk is. In a federated model where you've literally given risk allotments to the different lines of business and functions, you're not checking the concentrations across asset class. And that model has proven in the past to be a failure.
0: Peter, thank you very much for taking time today and speaking to us on this topic.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: Peter Horowitz is Managing Director and Senior Vice President with BearingPoint.